If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Inner Sight. Inner Sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have within you the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So stay with us, and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Today's topic is the new world religion, the new world religion. And, I don't know, John Lennon had some comments about religion in general, and of course we, uh, I think it's very noble and uh, very pure and, and very correct for people to worship God, to feel an inner divinity within oneself, and to see a divinity within other people, and to see the best within everyone. But Alice Bailey has a comment about religion. Alice Bailey, by the way, is the author of 24 volumes of books, 24 volumes of literature, and all the dialogue on this show, in her sight, emanates from the writings of Alice Bailey, and she wrote the literature around the turn of the 20th century, and we're exploring a lot of her concepts, a lot of her viewpoints, and I guess we can best uh, define our show as being a spiritual philosophy show based on the writings of Alice Bailey, and she started our organization, it's uh, Lucis Trust, she started the Lucis Trust organization. Our opening thought is from one of the uh, volumes of literature written by Alice Bailey. Religion is the name given to the invocative appeal of humanity and the evocative response of the greater life to that cry. And we'll come back to a discussion of that opening thought in a little while. But first, thinking of the title of this program, and the title once again is The New World Religion, with all the religious diversity in the world, will it ever be possible to establish a universal religion? And I'm going to ask that question to Sarah and Dale. I think we have to first of all <clears throat> define our terms and explain that uh, the New World Religion is not something that um, Alice Bailey or the Lucis Trust um, uh, offers to people. We are not a religion. We uh, have people interested in our work who belong to all of the world's faiths and many people who don't have any particular religious um, um, inclination. Um, 
the second thought that comes to me is uh, that saying, I think it is that the mature mind is at home in paradox. Well, my mind must be mature because I don't, uh, I don't uh, find any problem with seeing the two aspects of this question, one being that the, there could be a, a world religion that would have a universal appeal, but at the same time realizing that the religious traditions as they exist now uh, have a diversity that's needed and will probably always continue. What will come down is the barriers between religion and the hatreds and um, antipathies that so often are uh, characterized by religious differences. For one thing, uh, human beings have culture and tradition and history, and that makes for uh, the different varieties of religious um, uh, beliefs. And you think of a people like the Jewish people, they not only have a religion, they have a history, a culture, and a, 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 an experience that is unique. So we can't envision all the people of the world uh, believing or following the same religious practices, but perhaps we can imagine that if you look at religious faith beyond the realm of language and words, you can imagine that there might be a lot more common ground among the different world religions than you might think. Yes, I think that's true. There is a lot of common ground, and we're going to get into that a little later on. Um, but you're right that uh, we are not a religion and we're not really <clears throat> advocating any particular religion here, but we're only pointing out certain potential possibilities for the future uh, in, the, in the field of religion. I think it's inevitable as human consciousness expands and becomes more and more sensitive to the inner spiritual dimensions of the soul that uh, <clears throat> a new depth of understanding will arise from this expansion. And uh, this will very likely, in time, give rise to a new religious expression of some kind. Um, today, <clears throat> there is a strong desire to gain more knowledge of the soul, and this, in turn, will eventually bring about a revelation of our universal heritage uh, in the nature of the soul the oneness of the human soul and the oneness with God. And um, this in time in, will, will give rise to a new <clears throat> religious expression that will be commensurate with a new spiritual sensitivity as human consciousness expands. And um, a new depth of understanding will, will demand a new religious expression. And the forms and some of the doctrines of the existing religions today will no longer be adequate to contain this new consciousness. And uh, as, as more light pours into human consciousness, and new and more refined forms will have to be built to contain that light. Uh, <clears throat> it's a little bit like the, um, the old biblical saying, um, you can't put new wine into old bottles because the, uh, the light... <clears throat> that is coming into human consciousness just uh, is no longer uh, will no longer be uh, contained in these older forms of uh, religious expression I think so are you saying that the uh, world's religions will uh, fall away and disappear into the past no I don't think so I think the um, 
the basic fundamentals of the religions will remain. It's uh, the, the way it, religion is approached, I think, is what may change. But, uh, yeah, religion is here to stay. It's just that the, uh, <coughs> the you know, the forms will change. And I think uh, perhaps what's needed is a new spiritual vitality within the religions, and we can see that happening, I think. Um, for example, if you look back to, what was it, 1963, when Pope John... the uh, 23rd um, started the reorganization, um, so to speak, of the Catholic Church. Since then, there have been tremendous changes, and maybe um, this new life will express itself through existing religions, but it will create a whole new spirit. There are a lot of changes going taking place in in the religious in churches mm-hmm. today because they they have to change because uh, they're it, their congregations are changing, and they're they're demanding more answers, and uh, <clears throat> so the churches have to make changes. Yes, there's a, a saying. Um, I think it was um, I don't know. Some um, religious leaders said that um, religions are like the spokes of the wheel. They start from an outer uh, perimeter that is uh, widely uh, spaced apart, but they all meet at the center. And uh, in that image, uh, we we can imagine that the circle of the one and the point of unity within within that one uh, are one and the same thing. There can be a, a broad diversity and a central unifying factor at the same time if religion is approached properly. Yeah, that's right, and I think that will form the basis for um, a new world religion, perhaps in the future, as this becomes a full realization. Whenever I've gone to the Lucis Trust meditation meetings, I, I can't help recall, as, as both of you, dialogue about how the Lucis Trust meditation meeting is like a United Nations mm-hmm. meeting because uh, there are so many people from a multiple number of faiths and backgrounds. And mm-hmm. when they get to talking, uh, I'm amazed at the commonality that uh, uh, that runs uh, through religions rather than the differences. But... Uh, in line with this, can you define certain common values and principles that are shared by world's religions, by the world's re- religions? Well, it's uh, said in the writings of Alice Bailey that all the world's religions have been uh, created or established around, so to speak, an embodied idea, a human being or a godlike divine being who came to earth and enacted and embodied a certain spiritual truth that was so powerful at the time that those who saw the example and believed in the teaching carried on that um, that powerful example by uh, establishing a religion. And um, this is probably something that we can trace back uh, with most of the world's religions, Buddhism, Zoroastrianism, uh, Islam, Christianity, all uh, trace back to the tremendous impact of the original founder. Yes, and there are many, you mentioned all these different religions, Buddhism and <clears throat> Hinduism, and there are commonalities already existing mm-hmm. between these religions, and one in particular is the the divine trinity, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> because Christianity, of course, has a trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit, and uh, Buddhism has its trinity, uh, 
Adi Bodhi and bod- the, bod- the second aspect or the sun aspect would be the Bodhisattva and the uh, third, the Holy Ghost, would be the Manushi Buddha, I believe that's the way it's pronounced. And also in Hinduism you have the Shiva and Vishnu and Brahma. So, I mean, there are these um, traditional trinities that already uh, form the basis for these world religions. And also, just to carry on from that, uh, (laughs) what we call the ageless wisdom, of course, um, has the same (coughs) the same trinity, which and uh, that is called the Atma, the Buddhi, and Manas, meaning the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. It's the same three energies, the same three aspects. The words change, the names change. But in each case, in all these different religions, they're they're talking about the same energies, the same <clears throat> life uh, qualities. And this again comes back to something I mentioned earlier, that I really think we have to remember that language can be an impediment when talking about anything to do with spiritual experience. Our minds are such that we want to tag things and label them for recollection and for explanation to someone else. Uh, So it's a useful tool, but the words that we give to these concepts can also be imprisoning. And uh, they can can obscure the essential similarity and common ground that might exist among the different religions. Uh, If only we could um, let go of our cherished terminology... I think there is more more commonality than we might realize, but I'm also not glossing over the essential differences. But there are a few factors in addition to the the power of the the, the founder of the religion and that example. There's another aspect that a lot of um, religions share, and it's a belief in resurrection, a belief that um, this earthly life is not the beginning and the end of existence, that it continues on some level beyond the birth and death of the physical body. That's Mm -hmm. quite uh, pervasive in world religions. And related to that is the continuity aspect of the soul and the the fact of immortality, because I think most religions have this this basic fundamental Mm -hmm as part of their religious expression or belief, he establishes the, the soul establishes the continuity between the outer world and the inner world. And um, this always exists, and it changes its outer shape, but it is always present and provides a channel for the inner and the outer uh, forms of existence. And another uh, aspect of religious practice that's shared almost universally, I think, is prayer, worship, meditation. The the idea that the human being can uh, come to know the divine creator, God, as we uh, in the West tend to refer to this being, but the central source of life can be known through prayer and meditation is a, a universal concept. Well, we're giving away something for free today. I don't want to let too much more time go by without mentioning this. And Sarah and Dale are generously giving all of you, should you call us up and ask for it, a booklet called The New World Religion. and a pamphlet. Uh, 
Booklet pamphlet. Okay, sorry, stand corrected about on that. Words. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fascinating book, and it um, pamphlet. Uh, a pamphlet, okay. <laughs> and it shows the involvement of thought concerning religion. Uh, some of the topics um, and some of the one of the ideas that is mentioned here is all the all of, some of the commonalities that all religions have, such as the fact of God, both transcendent and eminent. Man's relationship to God. We are all the sons of one Father. The continuity of revelation and the divine approaches. God has never left himself without witness, witnesses. Uh, the fact of our relationship with each other or of human brotherhood. Also the fact of the path to God, trodden down by the ages, by mystics, occultants, and saints of every religious faith. But what the, what the pamphlet does is, is it helps you to explore the, um, uh, the commonalities amongst all religions. And it gives us a, kind of gives us an idea of what it would be like if People more or less shared common beliefs, and there are so many of them uh, amongst religions. So, if you'd like to, if you'd like this free pamphlet, um, uh, Lucy's Trust will be happy to send it out to you. And uh, just give us a call at our toll-free number one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. Once again, it's one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. So if you want the free pamphlet, which I think you'll find it to be highly interesting reading, uh, you're certainly welcome to order it from us. We'll just send it out, no charge. Uh, an easy way of remembering the toll-free number is 1-866. Think of NYLUCIS. Think of New York LUCIS, N-Y-L-U-C-I-S. And actually, to order our books, our cassette tapes, if you'd like cassette tapes of priorly, prior archive shows of our library of tapes, tape shows, you can certainly order them from us for a nominal fee. Uh, or any of our books, um, our discussions here uh, every Sunday are based on 24 volumes of literature written by Alice Bailey around the turn of the 20th century. And you can order any one of those books, uh, an individual volume if you'd like, or if you want a 10% discount, we'd be happy to give you that if you order directly from Lucis Trust at the toll-free toll number. But in order to get the 10% uh, discount, excuse me, uh, you would have to order directly from Lucis Trust. Otherwise, you might pick them, uh, pick up any of the volumes to uh, buy, purchase any of the literature that uh, is Alice Bailey's literature at bookstores such as Barnes and Noble. Uh, uh, Borders is another place you can pick up, uh, and various other bookstores throughout the country, or Amazon.com for that matter. And our website, if you'd like to key in to our previously archived shows, you can do so also through our website, www.lucistrust.org. Lucis Trust is L-U-C-I-S-T-R-U-S-T. That's www.lucistrust.org. Our email is New York at lucistrust.org. And so once again, if you want to order the books or if you'd like this uh, free pamphlet uh, from uh, the Lucis Trust organization, the title is The New World Religion. Call us at that number, the toll-free number, one eight six six ny lucis The opening quote, to get back to that, because uh, I think a lot of people might have been wondering about the meaning of the op opening quote, it defines religion as an invocative appeal and the evocative response. Could you explain what this means? Go ahead. Well, <clears throat> the... Um the idea of invocation and evocation is uh, two fancy words for the idea that when the human being makes an approach to 
our Creator to, to God through prayer and meditation, God responds in kind. Um, maybe people are familiar with the biblical parable of the prodigal son who wandered off into the far country, meaning he pursued the realm of the senses, the materialistic pursuits, until he became uh, satiated by them. And then he said, I will arise and go to my father. And when he returned to the father's home, the father rushed out to meet him. That's a good uh, example of uh, the uh, concept of invocation and evocation. The appeal to God inevitably evokes a response. Yes, and um, that that uh, invocation and evocation is uh, is it's actually more of a, a participatory uh, activity. As a, that's the way I look at it. Uh, it's much more participating in um, the working with energy than perhaps prayer. Mm-hmm. Although prayer is very effective, uh, but it it's seems more passive. Yeah, it's more passive, and it seems to emanate from a different level, perhaps a more devotional level. Invocation and evocation is, is at least the way I understand it, is, is actually more like participating in the working with energy and, in a sense, becoming a co-creator with God. You're working with the energies, you're invoking and using the mind, the principle of the mind, and the thought power of the mind, <clears throat> to and, and visualization, to create a uh, an, an image of what you want to um, bring into the world, and we we use this in the great invocation, which we sound at, at the end of each program. It's um, evoking invoking the light and the love and the will to good of God. And by doing that, one is actually working with the very energies that one is asking for. In other words, you're, you're taking part in a creative act and working with God to bring these energies into human consciousness. So I, I see it as more of an active uh, approach. There's uh, also a great power that I think is increasingly uh, understood in group approach, group worship, group meditation. We're accustomed to thinking of the solitary individual uh, giving himself over to prayer or meditation, but when a group of people makes that uh, approach to God through meditation, through shared collective practice, that has a great power. And I think this is a an important aspect of the New World Religion that will um, be um, very broadly practiced and in a, probably a, a great multitude of ways. But the, the power of the group working together to wield these energies that you talk about is something that I think we're beginning to realize is really significant. And there's another aspect about... Uh, the idea of invocation and evocation that's central to the New World Religion, and that is that when humanity is ready, the teacher appears. In other words, as human consciousness evolves, God responds with the um, the next stage of teaching, which is given to humanity through the uh, embodiment of a particular being. And we could look back in history and say that Buddha 
brought great light to humanity through his message, through his life. Uh, so powerful uh, an example that 24, 2500 years later, it's one of the great world religions. Uh, Christ was another example of someone who brought an example of love so powerful that we are still striving after it and um, as far as I know not uh, able to uh, emulate that example but aspiring to it and it's said in the writings of Alice Bailey that the next example that will be given to humanity will be that of an embodiment of the spiritual will to good which is quite exciting to think about uh, some kind of um, example for humankind to strive after of the active will to good as a force that humanity could then learn to wield in the world. Yes, and as I said before, the, these same energies that you just mentioned, uh, the work of the Buddha and the Christ and the coming um, um, dispensation for the will, are summed up in the Great Invocation. Mm -hmm. And that acts as a, as a blueprint for, for these uh, three divine energies. This concept of uh, the reappearance of this world teacher is something that's found in, in many of the world's religions, and it's a unifying example of the New World religion. There's a book uh, written by Alice Bailey called The Reappearance of the Christ, which discusses this world teacher expected by the Jewish people as the Messiah, by the Buddhists as the Maitreya, by uh, the Hindus as the Kalki avatar, by Christians as Christ. It's uh, a universal concept, a recognition that God reveals himself through the embodiment of extraordinary beings who are yet human. You know, so much in the literature of Alice Bailey is, uh, seems to, if we read the literature, it seems to almost uh, hit upon actual prophecies of what will take place in the future. I think that uh, what impressed me is so many of the items that she talks about uh, have seemed to already materialize. But uh, can you, it gives us hope that there might be a new world religion where there is no diversity and division and that people are united in their common beliefs. Can you point to any examples, though, of a growing, growing collaboration between the world's faiths that, might, faiths that might give us hope? Well, I think I would amend what you just said in that there will be diversity, but it will not represent divisions. Mm -hmm. The diversity will be seen as healthy and natural, but not as the um, creation of walls between peoples. Uh, and I think we are seeing examples. Um, one is the most recent example of the disaster of the World Trade Center, which brought together so many people in interfaith services. Right from the beginning, there were uh, members of religions coming together to share in worship and prayer. Uh, two events in Assisi, Italy, in the last uh, 10 or 15 years brought people, leaders of many world faiths. One was to focus on uh, a universal spiritual declaration of man's role in regard to nature, the natural world, and the other was a world day of prayer for peace. I don't know, can you think of other examples? Uh, I was just going to mention that uh, since the September 11th disaster, there has been a tremendous coming together and collaboration with uh, all the different faiths, and uh, they are beginning to study each other and I think that's a very hopeful sign because <clears throat> as we gain more knowledge of each other's uh, religion and doctrines, 
uh, we begin to see these commonalities, and this is what will emerge, and that that's a very hopeful sign. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And there's another example. In May or June of every year, World Invocation Day is a world day of prayer uh, in which the great invocation is sounded in 70 different languages and by people of all faiths as an expression of new world religion. Well, that's about all the time we have for our discussion today. And you've been listening to Inner Sight. And now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.